It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome back to the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA 547-1610 is the number. If you'd like to get back, if you'd like to get involved in the program, we're also available via email. 610KONA.com is the website, the bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. And we're on Twitter as well, at bottom line 610. Robin Ed hanging with you. And earlier, actually yesterday morning, a local business owner went on his personal Facebook page. He's the owner of Shakey's in Pasco on Road 68. Been there a number of times. Love the pizza buffet. Fried chicken's awesome. <laughs> and they have salad bar. Got a little bit of everything for everybody. Yeah. It's a great place to go for lunch, to be able to hang out and, and enjoy good food. Shakey's is one of a number of businesses that's been impacted by COVID-19. And he put a very long post on his personal Facebook page. I, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it probably takes some time to do, but I'm I'm going to read a little bit of it, and he's or I'll 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 give a little bit of of the message. Um, basically, he has put 29 years of his life into his business. No government money. He's jumped through the hoops, losing money every month. Going to be in debt to the landlord. Sales are down 85 percent. 70 or 85% he's going to be down. There's a number of businesses, certainly, that are facing similar uh, as to what the owner of Shakey's is facing. And he made a plea, maybe not necessarily a plea, but he sent a message to the governor. And he said, look, I own a family sit-down restaurant where people gather to have birthday parties, meetings, date nights, family nights, team parties, groups. I've never delivered, but he's been forced to try. He said, I am opening responsibly on May 5th with limited seating, masks, gloves. I'm rolling the dice and hoping Washingtonians will come to my aid if you decide to force my closure any longer. My empty arcade will remain closed. My seating will be separated and limited. My staff will wear masks and gloves. I need to fight. I have no choice. I don't get unemployment. I haven't received government bailout money. I did not get a stimulus check. People must go back to work responsibly and manage and take on this virus head on, not hide in our homes. Our food chain is crumbling while our bumbling governor talks about hoping the government will bail us out with billions of our dollars. Folks, it's time. This is bigger than the virus. Wow. That's a heck of a post. It has had... Over one and a half thousand shares. In talking to the owner, he was contacted by corporate. Oh, I bet he was. Because it's a chain, right? He's a franchise owner. Yes, he was contacted by corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, they have asked him not to. We, we, we asked if he would like to join us on the program. He let us know that he was not able to do so. Uh, after his conversation with corporate, and we understand and respect that, but that doesn't mean that we can't talk about this. That's true. He is one. Would have been of, nice to hear from him. 
Absolutely. But if not, then we can still discuss it. And and if and if we go off the rails with this in any way, shape, or form, I know I will hear from him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we go off the rails anyway. But I mean. as he laid out all of the information that he has gathered, all the things that he has seen in regards to this, the frustration that is built with him, the frustration that is built with other business owners in so many other industries is now at a breaking point. And we heard Governor Inslee earlier today basically not care about that. He said that, I mean, he was basically preparing everybody for another extension on the stay-home order that, it, it, that he said it will go past May 4th. Now, in what form will it be exactly the way it is right now? Because, look, in... in how long has it been? It feels like about six months. It hasn't been that long. But for the duration of his stay-home order, there have been, what, three or four points that he's relaxed. A couple of them will go into effect next week. You know, the, the outdoor activity, the hunting, the fishing, uh, and, and golfing and the like, that will go into effect, you know, with the social distancing and all that stuff. And the residential home construction, that's another good thing. Relaxing some restrictions on that, still need to do it in a safe way, but that's going to be, other than that, nothing. Yeah. I mean, in the big picture, and I know those those industries are very grateful, and to them it's a big deal. It is a big deal. But in the big picture, there's only been a couple of things he's relaxed on. If he comes out on Friday which he says that he is going to address everybody again on Friday with the plan moving forward. Well, he didn't say the plan. He doesn't know a plan. He doesn't have a plan. He's going to address everybody about what that reopening strategy will look like, how much of it will go into effect Monday night, Tuesday morning when his current order expires is anybody's guess. I hope for his sake, and this is not, please don't hear me. This is not a threat. This is not a personal threat, maybe a political threat. He better come up with something uh, of, of some substance along with extending this order. And I'll tell you what, Rob, if it's more than a week or two, there will be torches and pitchforks and there will be more demonstrations and people are going to get really mad. I, I mean, seriously, if if it goes if it goes past mid-May, I'm just going to throw it out, May 15th, I, I don't know, whatever. If it goes past that, if he comes out on Friday and says, ah, another month should do it, oh my gosh. Look, there are people out there that are, that are poo-pooing the antibody tests, okay? There are people out there poo-pooing antibody tests, but yet the governor wants to have an army of contact tracers. Are you serious right now? An army of contact tracers. He talked about that earlier today. Well, an every one person choice of, interesting choice of yeah, words. An too, army by the of way. contact tracers. And so you're going to have to isolate and you can come into contact with four people and then we're gonna have to trace all those. It's very intensive. It's very so basically what you're saying is anyone that is tested positive, you are going to find out who they've come in contact with. You are going to track those people down, and you are going to force them to isolate. You are going to force them to not leave their home 
for 14 days. Until we get to a one-to-one ratio, which is practically and feasibly and logistically impossible. It is impossible to do that. So you are going to turn around and suggest that these people isolate for 14 days and not walk out of their homes except to maybe walk out in their backyard and get some fresh air, maybe walk around the outside of their house. You do realize what that sounds like. A police state. It is house arrest. Yeah. You are forcing people, and that is that is about as illegal as we get. You want to talk about crossing that line? where you have just absolutely decided to take a lighter to the Constitution, you've just done that. You don't have that authority to force people to stay in their home for 14 days. You don't have that authority. Here's the thing, and I've mentioned this before, it bears mentioning again, and you can join the conversation, 547-1610. In the beginning... Myself included, I think most of the state was on board with the governor's decision. It didn't happen right away. We had it. We had a, a number of cases, even some deaths, and then he locked things down. And we were all like, "Okay, well, we kind of knew this was coming." And all right, you know, it stinks, but okay, you know, for the greater good, we'll, we'll do this. I think a lot of people felt that way. Then. He extended it, and we're like, uh, okay, but we, you know, this this better work, you know, this this better do what you say it's going to do, and but you know, our patience is wearing thin. He has now indicated on Friday that he is going to extend it yet again, and I'm telling you, I'm not. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I am not inciting a riot. I'm just making an observation. If he doesn't come out with something along with his extension of this, number one, he's not going to have the support of the people. He may not even have the support of the four corners, which he needs, short of calling the whole legislature back to get this uh, this order extended. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Is this me? It's you. Okay, yeah. This is Zig Heil from Comrade Washington. <laughs> nice to meet you. you. I, I've, I've heard of your yeah. work. <laughs> Thanks for the You're, call. you're very popular. You know, I've heard of your work. And, 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 this, and that's the unfortunate thing. You know, people are just, people are going to get so fed up. And maybe that's what he wants. I don't know. Maybe that's what he wants. Maybe he wants to push everybody to the brink so that he can turn around and say, we tried to do this in your best interest by giving you the ability to act on your own. But now you can't abide by our our request, so we're going to have to bring in the National Guard and the State Patrol. Well, Dad, no. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys, how's it going? It's Rock from Pasco. What's up, Rock? Let's not forget that he's already trampled the Constitution by taking away our First Amendment right, freedom of religion, and right to uh, peacefully assemble. They've already been trying to attack our Second Amendment. You know, now what do we have to worry about everything else? You know, they want to come in and say, oh, well, 
you're breaking his proclamation, so we're going to arrest you for no reason. And then, what, they're, they're not having any court now, so, I mean, then, then you don't have your right to a speedy trial. They're just trying to take everything away. Appreciate the call. Let's go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Walt from Benton City. Hi, Walt. What's up? Well, I think you should always uh, precede the governor's speech with a public service warning. Um, I was running an excavator, uh, and, I mean, after about 10 minutes, I just fell asleep at the controls. <laughs> I, there is no way that anybody could drone on and say so little in so long. I, 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 I just, I mean, I, somebody came running up and thought I'd had a heart attack or something. I mean, good grief. Appreciate the call, Walt. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. we got to take a timeout. We're going to take more of your calls, 547-1610, 509-547-1610. can email us, too. Go to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment. More of the bottom line after this. Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of the bottom line presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547-1610. Going right back to the phones. You're up on the show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Dr. Todd, and I'm calling from Walla Walla. What's on your mind, Dr. Todd? Well, the reason I'm calling in is I've sent emails to Rob, and now I'm just going to put it out there because I want you to get a little bit more pressure than just from me. Rob, it's time that you decide that you run for governor. (laughs) (laughs) No, you'd knock off that laughing. I'm probably one of the most liberal Democrats that you'll ever find in this part of the neck of the woods. We need some common sense over in Olympia. I've been listening to your show for a heck of a long time. Heck, I even wear your T-shirt. It has has your show on it. Rob, get over yourself. Run for governor. We need some common sense over there. And I don't know about you. You might make a decent lieutenant governor. Um, but, Rob, you're the one with kind of with the, with the stamina and the one I would trust to vote for. Now, I'm going to go ahead and hang up. But I hope a lot of other people start putting pressure on you, Rob, to do the do the right thing. I'm going to hang up so I can listen to the rest of your show. <laughs> well, thanks, Doctor Todd. I appreciate That's that. That's awesome. Um, and I don't take offense. Don't worry. I, I hope our boss. I, can't, I, I can bang a gavel, so I guess I could be a lieutenant governor. I hope our boss isn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> You're up on the bottom yep. line. News Radio six ten K. What are your name? Where are you calling from? Mary from Kennewick. Hi, Mary. There is action that all of us can take because we can stop start bombarding the governor's office with phone calls and emails, et cetera, and we can call our legislators to tell them vote no on extending. Don't 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 allow them to do it. You, honestly, Mary, your legislators are going to be the best way to go. There are people that have been trying to get a hold of the governor via phone call, via email. He will not respond unless you are a special interest group that donates to his campaign. Then he'll respond, and he'll make some changes. For example, the reason why elective surgeries was opened up was because a hospital group 
uh, pressured the governor yesterday to reopen that, and so he reopens that today. So basically, he he listens to special interests that make donations to his campaign, but if you're a regular resident of the state of Washington, he could care less about you, particularly if you're on this side of the state. All of the all of the groups that he has loosened the restrictions for have gotten pressure to his office that made him buckle. Yes. You know, whether it's the outdoorsmen, the fishermen, mm-hmm. whether, again, just, you know, the the, the hospitals. Home builders, labor's unions, construction element. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's the only way he understands. Yeah. It, that's that's his negotiation is, is if people yell and scream loud enough, you know, then he might pay you attention. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? It's Bernie from Kennaway. What's Hi, up, Bernie? Hey, I've got a gavel for you. It's made out of an elk horn, and I was going to use a cow horn, but I was afraid it would attract too much bull. <laughs> oh, Bernie. Oh, thanks, Bernie. Uh, but but real quick, back to Dr. Todd. Thanks for wearing the T-shirt. We appreciate it very much. Uh, th- thanks for thanks for supporting the program. Thanks for listening. Can you um, imagine the damage we would do over there if you were governor oh and I was lieutenant governor? Oh, my gosh. That, that, why you, I'm, why I'm, you think, why you think I'm, about that? I'm, Let's I'm take smiling thinking about it. I know. Let's take another call. <laughs> You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Hi, I'm Sally, and I'm from Pasco. Hi, Sally. One of the things I think too many people in our state have forgotten is that three or four years ago, we had a referendum that essentially, in an emergency, gave our governor dictatorial power. I voted against it. But it passed, and the legislature took that, voted it into law, and only two senators voted against it. And until the Supreme Court rules that that law is unconstitutional, we're stuck. Well, to, 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 a, degree, to a point, to yes. a degree. And you're right, Sally, and appreciate the call. You're absolutely right that that referendum did pass, and the and the governor of the state of Washington does have a lot of authority. Where he runs into a, pro- a possible problem is running afoul of the U.S. Well, Constitution. That's not a possible problem. That is an absolute problem. Well, I only, I only leave it open-ended because, look, we need, to, we need to see if a lawsuit comes up and how it plays out in court is basically what we'd have to see. He cannot supersede the U.S. Constitution. Oh, he thinks he can. Well, of course he thinks he can. He's dear leader. But... Anything that is not specifically laid out as a right of the state falls under the purview of the federal government. And that includes everything that is laid out in the the U.S. Constitution, particularly the Bill of Rights Amendments 1 through 10. Got a quick email before we get to the break. Ann in Kennewick writes, how can Governor Inslee force people to stay in their home but yet he can't, uh, cannot force a homeless woman who has mental health issues who refuses to voluntarily quarantine. They refuse to assist her. Look at Yakima Union Gospel Mission. Okay. Yeah, that's a good, that, you know, great question. Great question. I also got uh, one from Mike. I'll read quickly. Mike from Pasco writes, I watched today's uh, news conference. The governor stated that on Friday he will provide his plan for relaxing the stay-at-home order. He went through the numbers. I am one of the 9,200 Hanford workers. We wonder when we will be able to be allowed back on site. The rumor I heard today is that after 
May 23rd. Have you heard anything? Not about Hanford specifically, Not about Mike. Hanford specifically, but... but uh, when we come yeah. back, we're going to share a little bit more information with you about this, quote, contact tracing. And um, it, it sounds as scary as we made it out to sound. The bottom line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A, 547-1610, the number if you want to get involved. want to let you know if you're thinking about a little extra safety in the workplace or at home, Stop by CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator in Kennewick, right now, right off of Clearwater. Uh, they've got a sanitizing wash and a sanitizing gel that you can use that's safe for any surface. It's safe for your skin, and it kills bacteria and virus on contact. Well, how can it do that? Well, one, it doesn't have harsh chemicals. It doesn't have bleach. It doesn't have um, alcohol. It doesn't have anything like that in it. The main ingredient is hypochlorous acid, which is a naturally occurring weak acid. You mix it with water, it does some amazing things. You can use it on your skin, as I said. You can use it on surfaces. In fact, a number of uh, auto body shops around town are using it because it doesn't discolor the fabric, and they can spray the sanitizing wash on, and it already begins to dissipate as they get ready to wipe it down. They're giving it away for free to the community to give people an added level of security during the COVID-19 pandemic. So stop by CBD American Shaman. I've been using it already for about two months now. It's a great product. I wouldn't tell you it was if it wasn't. So stop by CBD American Shaman. They're doing curbside delivery. They'll bring it out to your car, answer any questions you have, whether you want the sanitizing wash or the sanitizing gel. Stop by and see them today. It's absolutely free, and it kills bacteria and virus on contact. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Trey from Kennewick. What's up, Trey? So just a quick thing on the elective surgeries. A lot of people are thinking Botox and, and other things like that. It also affects, like, if you want to get your knee done. I got a, a daughter who has to have a hip thing done. Uh-huh. And once all this hit, they said, uh, sorry, that's considered, quote, unquote, elective surgery. So just putting the information out there so people know. That's all. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, we've talked. Appreciate the call. Absolutely. Thanks for the call and the, and the information. We, we've talked about this. I mean, the, these "quote unquote" elective surgeries. Yeah, it's not. It's not plastic surgery in in what we think of it. Um, it's things like getting a port put in to your body so you can receive cancer treatments. Um, things like that. That's that's considered an elective surgery. So now. And, and uh, the governor has released uh, some more uh, guidance on on this, and I'm not going to read through it. It's, it's basically what you would think it is. He's going to allow uh, non-urgent medical procedures with social distancing, correct PPE, blah, 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 the same stuff that we've all already heard, which begs the question, why can't more sectors and businesses open up with those guidelines. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Oh, James and Kennewick. Hi, James. I, I heard earlier a motion on the table to make uh, make you guys governor and lieutenant governor. I just wanted to put in my input. I second the motion. Oh, good. We have, <laughs> well, we have a motion and we have a second. Thank you, James. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. Maybe we can get a, a what's next? A, 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 ask, a call for the question or something? Yes, yeah. call for the question. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is meh from Kennewick. What's up? Uh, we are supposed to act like sheep, right? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, not on this program, but yes, the governor thinks so. Yeah, so I I know how to break through the filter to get to the governor. This is God's honest truth. When you call, you say, "Hey, this is Bill the Orca." <laughs> you will you will get a response. I guarantee it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah he's Bill is on the short list. Bill gets Christmas cards. <laughs> well, as soon as he said that, you know what I I thought of the old Saturday Night Live bit where they go, uh, "Knock knock, who's there?" Land shark. Yes. Orca. Yes. Mike the Orca. Yes. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. It's really, I you know. We're going to tell you how this contract trade contact tracing is going to work. Yeah. Do All right. That. All right. Do, do that. You see, here's here's what's going to happen. Fifteen hundred people are going to be hired in the state of Washington to track down people who have tested positive for COVID-19. Track now, down them. Tra- right. Now, we don't know, do they currently have it? Did they have it six weeks ago and they're over it now? Are they going to be tracked down too? But basically, there are 700 people that are currently being trained to be these contact tracers. They're going to hire another 800 and train them by the second week of May. Half of them are health professionals and members of the Washington National Guard. Oh, Washington National Guard. Yes. So Washington National Guard. What do, does it say what, pray tell, they would like to do with that information? Well, here's what they're going to do, okay? Once they track it, this it, person. Now, this process is going to take months. Okay? I would think so. So if they find somebody who has COVID-19, they're going to make sure that person is isolated and receiving the proper food, medicine, and state benefits they need. Oh, yes. Got to make sure the state benefits are taken care of. What if you don't get state benefits, though? No, we'll Um, we'll make sure you do. Then they'll stay in touch touch with that person for 14 days. Then they're going to interview that person to see who they've been in close contact with. Anybody who they have been within six feet of for more than 10 minutes. Are you kidding me? Nope. Then they're going to reach wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me stop you right within there. Within six feet for 10 minutes. Okay. At least 10 minutes. Right, More right, than 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. So let's just say for sake of argument, they come and find me. Uh-huh. Okay? I haven't, but for the sake of this argument, say I tested positive. Okay. And the brown shirts come and find me. Okay? And they ask me all these wonderful questions. Mm-hmm. Am I going to remember every single person who I came within you know, a six-foot radius of in the last... No. For more than 10 minutes? Am I going to remember that? Okay, so what if I went and did my essential grocery shopping, keeping the distance that I need to, wearing a mask and doing all the wonderful things Mm -hmm. Dear Leader wants me to do, and somebody violates my space? I don't know who that person is. Nope. How am I supposed to tell them? I don't remember the name of the cashier. No. What the heck? Ugh. Gets better. Well, let's take some calls first. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, Michelle. I'm calling from Kennewick. What's up, Michelle? So I don't mean to sound stupid or anything. You won't. But, but. You're talking to us. Shouldn't we have started doing tracing when this first started? You would think. Ding, 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 ding. You would think. Unfortunately, Governor Peanut, late to the show, as always. Um, However, however, it gets better. Let's go back to the phones, but we'll tell you how much better this is going to get. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? 
I'm actually calling from Richland. What's up? Hey, I don't know if anybody's actually called into your office that in Benton County that has tested positive because I have. Okay. I was tested back on April 6th. Two days later, I got a call from Benton County Health Department asking me all the people I've been in contact with two days prior to getting symptoms. Okay. So they've already run through, and then they contacted the people that I gave the list to to tell them that I was infected. Okay. And then they went down and got tested. So it it just sounds like redundant to me. Okay. Oh, absolutely it's redundant. But what it is, it's a way to maintain power. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for calling, Sharon. Glad you recovered. Glad you sound like you're well and and that you're you're doing all right, and we're very happy to hear that. I was going to mention that. Don't the health districts around the state... They do that investigation. I think they do. I know the Benton Franklin Health District has said that they did. That caller just reinforced it, that, that in fact that was going on. But Governor Inslee needs his army of contact tracers. He needs his army of contact tracers. That's right, rolling up in tanks. So, the volunteers, are they going to reach out to that group of close contacts and make sure they get tested if they're experiencing any symptoms? If they don't have any COVID-19 symptoms or are asymptomatic, they'll still be asked to quarantine for 14 days. So they'll get a red circle, and the people that test positive for COVID-19 will get a blue square, and they'll have to wear that for 14 days so that everybody knows that they're asymptomatic or that they have COVID-19. If they think for one second, now they said it's going to take four hours. The State Department of Health said it will take four hours to isolate each confirmed case and everyone that they have been in contact with. Okay. Do you think for one second, do you think that for one second, if somebody gets contacted, they are either asymptomatic or have not been exposed and they're asked to quarantine for 14 days, they're going to do that? And the volunteers have no authority to force anybody to stay at home, which is where we come back to the whole thing of what Governor Inslee said yesterday in his interview with Austin Jenkins, making the reference to the Chinese locking people up. Yeah. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? I am listening, and I'm watching you right now. <laughs> Seriously? Seriously? Let's try this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who, who's this? Where are you calling from? I'm sorry. It's Michelle again. Okay. So what's up, based Michelle? Based on the phone call, well, based on a couple of things, you're not really serious about a blue square, right? <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't any information. No. 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 Okay. 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 Because I was going to wonder if, like, Baptist got a different shape or something. Anyway. Anyway. So. Appreciate the call. Go right ahead. You know what? We need a break. Wait, let me rephrase that. I need a break. So you know what we haven't heard in any of this? Has Governor Inslee been tested? Hmm. He's gotten a haircut. Yeah, many of them. Well, apparently his wife Trudy is very adept at the at with the scissors. It could also be the name of his hairdresser that's not his wife. Be very easy no, to say. He truly post- cuts my hair. Well, I mean, he posted pictures on social that media. That doesn't mean anything. And social media never lies. No, of course not. Back with more after this. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at six ten kona dot com. Back to the bottom line with Rob and Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio six ten kona. 
Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610 is the number if you want to get involved. If you're a client and a customer with American Family Insurance, make sure you check out Jason Hogue's website. He's the only American Star certified American Family Insurance agent in the Tri-Cities. It's jasonhogue.com. Find out if you are going to be eligible for the reimbursement through the auto uh, insurance program that American Family Insurance is doing. They were the first insurance company to offer a reimbursement to their clients during the COVID-19 pandemic. You can visit Jason's website, jasonhogue.com. If you do have an auto insurance policy, then you may, may be able to get a reimbursement for each vehicle that you have covered by American Family Insurance. Visit his website, jasonhogue.com. And while you're there, check out all of the things that American Family Insurance offers, from small business insurance to farm insurance, life insurance, homeowners, and, of course, auto insurance. American Family Insurance is there for you Check out his website, jasonhogue.com. I've uh, got a couple of emails we want to share with you. We'll start with uh, Harry. He's listening in Kennewick. said, businesses that may not reopen, AMC Theater. Read today they were going to show Universal Films, but it also said AMC Theaters were possibly going to close their chain. All they need is to be able to open with limited capacity like they were doing before the shutdown. And AMC did file bankruptcy. Um, the parent or the, the, the chain itself did file bankruptcy. Don't know if that you know what impact that's going to have. If it's just a uh, bankruptcy to be able to get out of this, and then they're going to look for ways to restructure, reorganize, and reopen. But yes, it would impact the old Carmike Theater that's now an AMC theater uh, in Kennewick by the mall, which would mean there would be no no the, the two movie theaters that were in the mall area would both be gone. Yeah, and that would only leave Carmike Cinemas in the Tri Cities. Fairchild. A Fairchild, I'm sorry. Yeah. Only Fairchild mm-hmm. Cinemas in the Tri-Cities mm-hmm. because AMC and Regal, which is now Dick's Sporting Goods, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, Fairchild Cinemas would be the only cinemas left in the yeah. Tri-Cities. Right. Um, Katie is listening to West Richland. She said, if Inslee's responding to pressure, then where's Newhouse and all of our representatives? They need to get into Inslee's face and start fighting for all the businesses and people on the east side. Well, Katie, we did mention the other caveat to that. It's only pressure being applied by special interest groups that donate to his campaign. If you're an East Side Republican, an East Side Democrat, if you are uh, Representative Dan Newhouse, if you're a member of the legislature and the minority, uh, he doesn't care what you you have to say because you don't donate to his campaign. He he's not going to buckle for you. He's only going to buckle for the special interests that have already made him buckle, and maybe some other special interests that said, "Okay, Jay, enough playtime. Uh, let's get serious here and get the economy going because it's impacting all of us, and it could it could hurt your campaign donations." And Deanie Kennewick said, "So are we going to have to worry about Inslee Youth Corps?" And if I had to reveal my contacts, what is to stop me from naming people I don't like? Yeah. You're absolutely right, Dean. That's yeah. up there with narc on your neighbor dot dot gov. Yeah. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio six ten K and A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Sparky Umatilla. What's up, Sparky? I'm exhausted. I've been working with go- goats and horses all day. But anyway, hey you Sally and, and Mary and Docker who are everybody knows that nothing is gonna change. Because they got the votes on that side, and until we break away, which I still think it's something to look into, but nothing is going to change until something is done about getting away from the west side, Oregon and Washington. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, Sparky. But I'll tell you what, depending on how this thing goes and how much of an impact it has on the west side, there is there is more than just King County on the west side of the state. And there are some smaller counties and some smaller areas that are being impacted by this. And I can't imagine for a second that Jefferson County, um, Skagit County, a number of those counties are overly thrilled 
that they could be facing an even longer period of time in a lockdown, knowing that their economies are shrinking as well. King will be fine. They have a lot of tech. They'll be okay. A lot of work at home there. Um, they're they're gonna be just just dandy. But everybody else is going. Maybe and maybe that's what ultimately the goal is: is King King County Uberalis. Well, and even Boeing said that they were going to restart some stuff, but they're also announcing layoffs. Yeah. So, you know, what do you do there? Well, and they did just lose a contract. Or I should say the contract was not awarded to them. Correct. It went to a uh, aerospace facility in Florida. Right. So that's another hit. Uh, maybe that's because Florida's reopening. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, I mean, Florida you know, other... Governor Ron DeSantis said, "Okay, here's here's the lineup. Here are businesses that can get ready to reopen and start doing what they're doing." Jay Inslee, oh no, we have to make sure that we're down to one person, the one person contact, and that that it doesn't spread from one person to four people. It only spreads from one person to one person. So, Governor, are you going to do this when flu season comes around? Seriously, are, are, are you going to do this you know, for is, any? I mean, the that's common my, cold. That's my biggest fear. Honestly. Stomach bugs. I mean, you're going to you're going to do it for that too. We got to minimize. We can't make sure one to four contacts. Got to be one. To, that is feasibly impossible. It is logistically impossible. It is the pipe dream of a feckless leader who has no clue how to lead, and he's not known how to lead since he was elected the first time in 2012. Yeah. So. This is coming from somebody who, once it had to, when it came time to make hard decisions, he failed. Every governor around him has shown the ability to be able to move forward in a way to where they still have safety precautions. He has not. Now, our listeners in Oregon will argue Kate Brown has been non-existent um, and very hands-off, but number one. Oregon has nowhere near the cases or fatalities that Washington does, number one. Number two, Kate Brown did not put in the exact same restrictions that Washington did in the beginning. So number three, she has actually come out with a plan. We expect three-phase plan. Three-phase plan. Now, we expect, we've been teased that a similar reopening plan will be discussed Friday along with another extension of the order, but at least it's going to be a plan. Now, I want to know, Friday, the specifics of this plan. What's going to reopen and after how long? Get specific. And if it's if it's more wishy-washy stuff, it, it's going to blow up in his face if it hasn't already. Well, and here's, here's, the, other, here's the other end of this. You know, as we sit here and... You know, we know that he sat on the construction plan for a week. Yeah. How long has he been sitting on the reopening plan? How many versions of a reopening plan have been put forward to him by a number of different industries, even by maybe his own staff, made by people in the legislature? How long has he been sitting on this? You know, and how many how many organizations did he cite today, data and science from, that you never heard of? No. But they're all in the state of Washington. Never heard of them. Could you cite where we could see that? Oh, well, it's all on the Department of Health website. You know, there's a lot of other resources out there other than the State Department of Health. Because the longer this goes on, you really begin to question why we're not seeing other information that's been put out there being 
used, vetted, put together, and giving people a variety of things to look at and digest on their own. I guess we'll know for sure on Friday, but tomorrow at 4 o'clock, Representative Matt Banke from the 8th Legislative District will join us.